What is salvation? Now, I can't answer that fully, but I can give you an aspect of what salvation is today. You have to remember that man, mankind, is sinful in nature. From the fall of Adam, man has become sinful and will be sinful. God, in his mercy and compassion, came to us and revealed himself to us. Not only did he reveal himself to us, he reveals to us the nature of our sin. But most of all, God became a human being in the person of Christ. And not only that, while Jesus was here, he taught about God in his kingdom, and then he willingly and obediently laid down his life for a sacrifice for our sin. And the darkness and penalty of our sin came upon him. Our sin, your sin, Jesus suffered for it. He shed his blood. And it wasn't like the yearly sacrifices that were taking place. The sacrifice of Jesus Christ is once and for all. And then, after Jesus Christ died and was put into the tomb, he was raised from the dead and now sits at the right hand of God the Father. What is salvation? What does God save us from? He saves us from sin. He saves us from his wrath and eternal damnation. He gives us eternal life in Christ. Most people I know think of salvation as being something in the future, that when they die, they get to go to heaven. But you are in the very midst of your salvation right now. And sometimes when you look at the tenses in English, we misinterpret salvation. People say, I am saved. A more accurate description is, I am in the very midst of my salvation. God is saving me. And that's what happens when you receive Christ. He puts his holiness upon you through the Holy Spirit, his righteousness upon you. By faith, you look to God and you see the very presence of God in your life. Because of the salvation we have in Christ, when we are faced with sin, we can turn our back to sin and be obedient to the righteousness of God. 
righteousness of God and not ourselves. Listen carefully to what Paul writes in the 10th chapter of Romans. Brethren, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for them is for their salvation. For I testify about them that they have a zeal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. I think that's a critical mistake in a relationship with God when we try to establish our own righteousness. Because our own righteousness is tainted by sin. But God is pure and holy. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the one, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes that the man who practices the righteousness which is based on the law shall live by that righteousness. But the righteousness based on faith speaks as follows. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith which we are preaching, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness. And with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call upon him. Whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So what is salvation? It's the acknowledgement of sin, the confession of Christ. Jesus is Lord. And the knowledge and confession that God raised him from the dead, but that's not the end of salvation. That's only the beginning of the work that he does within you. 
You see, when you receive Christ, this is what it says. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. When you believe in Christ, he gives you his Holy Spirit. He opens your eyes and your heart to his righteousness, to his holiness. And if you understand that salvation means that you have justification before God, that you stand before God and he doesn't look at your sin. He looks at the righteousness of Christ. When you understand and believe this, he fills you and guides you with his righteousness. Not that of the law that you can go to God and say, I didn't commit adultery today. I didn't steal today. I didn't covet today. Therefore, I have righteousness. You stand before God and you proclaim Jesus is my Lord. He died for me. And you confess it with your mouth, resulting in salvation. What is salvation? It begins with Jesus. It ends with Jesus. And for all eternity, it is Jesus. All day long today, your salvation is in Jesus Christ. Will you confess Christ as your Lord today? And remember the word, Lord. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is my Savior. But to understand Jesus as your Lord acknowledges his work, his power, over and in you. Walk with Jesus today, and you will begin to understand that you are in the very midst of your salvation, that he's redeeming you from this world and preparing you not only for heaven, but preparing you and empowering you for your calling today. And your calling today needs His righteousness, His power, His guidance, His strength. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And every time I turn to Him, I walk into the very presence of God who loves you and redeems you today. Father, take your child and let their eyes see Jesus today. Let their heart know that you are near to them. Let their mouth confess you as Lord 
And Father, let them rejoice in the salvation that they're in the very midst of. Amen.